heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Welcome aboard, my fellow Americans. It is Malcolm at 8, the voice of a nation. Welcome into the broadcast. We're going to talk a little bit about zombies today. You remember those movies, the zombie movies? I never was big into the zombie movies. A lot of people like that kind of thing. I don't know, with the dead and all. I'm more into the living than I am the dead, frankly, or horror shows, you know, that sort of thing. But people love horror shows. And again, again, I'm not the kind, I don't know about you, I'm not the kind of person that likes to watch a lot of murder and rape and mayhem either. Uh, I know people love that kind of stuff too, but it's just, I don't know, just doesn't fit my brain all that well. And uh, so uh, not really my thing, but today's talk, we're going to be grooving here and got a, a tremendous broadcast and extraordinary guest on today, we'll tell you about, but uh talk to you about the political zombies right now and i'm talking about the folks who are running your government right into the ground right over the cliff if you will uh you know it's safe to say at this point friends that uh, america needs a complete overhaul i don't say that lightly or casually by any stretch this thing has been building now for some years and we've been talking for a long time about it but we need a complete overhaul And it's on so many fronts, and it's the reason we need a complete overhaul is, you know, it's every so often, it's just like in your home, you have to do a little spring cleaning, right? You have to clean everything and just throw everything around and freshen it up and bring in new ideas, new thoughts into your own life. It's the same thing with Washington, D.C. Let's identify a zombie, first of all. You know what a zombie is? You've seen the movies, right? Well, it's, it's somebody who basically is walking around dead, uh, but they kind of revived a little bit, sort of a witchcraft sort of thing, you know. You can see that. And and if you visualize the cast of characters in Washington, D.C., many of them look like zombies, frankly, don't you think? Many of them are there way too long. And no disrespect on some of them that I admire still as statesmen. But friends, when you're in your 80s, your upper 80s, your 90s, you do not belong in a position of that stature and a, and a national prominence in creating policy. There, there are too many challenges at that moment. I'm not taking anything away, anything away from our, our senior statesmen and our people who have such wisdom, which we like. We all love that. But there's a time and place to be running for political office or to be in a key position in some sort of a bureaucracy, one of these uh, bureaucratic uh, institutes, you might agree, you know. A zombie is a person that is reanimated. It's like a corpse, if you will, for sure, that has been turned into a creature capable of movement, but not of rational thought. And that's the definition of it. They're not capable of rational thought. What comes to your mind with that, I wonder? Exactly. You know, they feed on human flesh. Well, and let's face it, our political zombies in Washington are feeding on Americans. They treat us like riffraff. They feed exactly on the flesh. They steal all your money, bang you over the head, take your rights, piss on the Constitution. Right. 
I mean, the country is being overrun by zombies. And I'm not just talking your senators and Congress folks here. I'm, that's not where I'm talking. In fact, that is screwed up as they are. That's not even the problem at this point. It's the rest of the horde of mindless zombies that are running our institutions and the bureaucracies in Washington, D.C. Those are the zombies I'm talking about today. These people who think that somehow they were elected by we the people and have just unbridled access to screw the country over. They don't follow the president's orders or what he wants to do, that he was elected. They don't follow that that administration at all. And we've seen that uh, part and parcel throughout the Trump years, to be sure. Remember how many, you know, leaks they were? You remember every every day, every day, every other day, surely every Monday and every Friday, there were leaks. It was, it was, everything was like leaking like a sieve out there, man. Nothing, everybody was trying to undermine the administration. All of these people and all of these agencies and groups were undermining the administration. You know, we're not all on the same team anymore. I got news for you if you think we are. We're not all on the same team. We're on different teams now. The communists and the Marxists are here. This progressivism is a disease. Talk about a disease of the brain. These are zombies right there. It's a disease and it's eaten America whole. And the problem is a lot of Republicans and patriots and people who love the Constitution are standing around shell shock with their hand on their ass and they don't know what the hell is going on. There's a lot of that out there for sure. It's like they've been whiplashed, you know, shocked from the horror movie that is the zombies, you know. So you, you, you define what a zombie is and you get a focus right away in your mind of what we're dealing with here with these bureaucrats that are undermining your civil liberties, they're undermining your nation, they're undermining your freedom, your liberty, your constitution, they're undermining your way of life, the American way of life, friends. It's in decline at such a rapid pace right now that we will, this generation will be the generation to fail. We will be the generation to bring the entire apparatus of America to its knees. That's a dire warning. I don't hyperventilate or make grandiose statements. I don't play in theories. I don't do any of that. But what I speak to you right now about is the God's honest truth. And the fact is, most all of you out there know what I'm talking about. Just many people are, others are in denial and others don't give a rat's ass. They're here for different reasons. And then there are others who are part of the evil camp who celebrate all this nonsense, you know. But here's the thing. Over the last oh, five, six decades of America, you know, since the greatest generation I'm speaking about, you know, since these people that really saved the world, saved America, saved the world time and again, that that generation I'm talking. Yeah, the one Brokaw wrote about and talked about the greatest generation. Since then, we've had five or six decades where the uh, the progressive uh, communist, uh, Marxist people have um, taken over. They've taken over our school boards, our city councils, the HR departments, the education system, the legal system, the judicial, the federal civil service, all the bureaucracies, lock, stock, and barrel. Now, these are the cats who are running the program. So it really, you know, as we all go and we vote and we think we have a say in all this thing, how much of a say do you think we really have? Right? How much? 
It doesn't matter who you're electing at the top of the food chain. The rest of these people own you. You have become the government bitch. It's exactly what's taking place. Doesn't sound nice, does it? These, uh, these uh, communists, these progressives, and I have to call it progressives, I do not like to use the word Democrats freely. And I will reprimand you all for doing it as well. There are a lot of good Democrats out there still that are independent, moderate, left of center. These people are looking for a party. They don't exactly like some of the shenanigans in the GOP. Frankly, there are a lot of us who don't like some of the shenanigans in the GOP. So we get it. But these progressives, they live by crisis. This is how they, they create crisis. It's like, you know, oh, there's another one. There's another one. Look over there. Look, at, we're all bedazzled. We're all America. Americans are so bedazzled right now with crises that we just expect it. We, does anybody turn on the news and say, oh, man, Marge, Marge, yeah, yeah. I wonder what's going on in America today. What kind of good news do we have? Oh, gas prices are down. Food is plenty. People are making money. Kicking, oh, yeah, things are drooping in the city. How many people turn on the news and expect to see that? The news is depressing, people. It's depressing. I mean, it's really depressing. I look at the news and you just want to cry. I mean, it's disgusting. And it's, and it's every topic is wherever you look, we're failing. We're failing as a people. This experiment, this American experiment is failing. We see all the basic issues that are that are uh, people are succumbing to the the high gas prices, the food prices, the economics, the the jobs, the the way of life, the American way of life, uh, the security, the safety, uh, the national security, the sense that you can be safe in your own home, that you're not going to be beat over the head and murdered, crime, that you're not going to have people from other countries coming into your door or marching down your boulevard. Those days are gone, people. It's a different country today. It's no longer that country. And many people, by the way, who live in suburbia America, you know, the rural areas, what have you, they, they think they're removed from the, 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 the dark blue cities. Now, the cities are no longer blue, by the way. It's blue and red. We always refer, refer to blue and red. They're no longer blue cities. They're dark blue, dark, dark blue. They've been totally taken over. And really, they've become just really... I mean, as politely as I can say it, third world shitholes. I mean, it's what they are. They're nothing different than anywhere else. They're horrible. Drugs running rampant, homelessness. They're disgusting. Those cities I remember taking my mom to before she passed away. She wanted to see some of those great cities. There was a time when we were proud of those cities. And, you know, to have a great country, you know, we're talking about make America great again or whatever phrase you want to use for great America, America first, or, uh, you know, in order to have that, you have to have great American cities. Can anybody stand up today and express the fact that you're proud of American cities? You think America is doing a great job with their cities? Can anybody, anybody, even the Marxist left know that they've succeeded in killing our cities? And that, my friends, is the first sign of a death march for a nation. 
we find ourselves today, we have political gangrene. We are rotten, totally from the inside out. It was always going to be an inside job. It was always, we've been warned by our framers, man. It's an inside job. It was never an outside job, people. It's not the North Koreans, it's not the Iranians, it's not jihad, it's not the it's not the you know the, the Russians, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming, it's not the Chinese right now. We got enough idiots right here to contend with in this nation. And now with open borders, there we've got all the rest of them joining in as well to take America down. So we are in a crisis mode for sure. That's the first uh, part of the talk today, friends, we'll take on is this zombie talk. And I'll have some ideas, particularly, and I know some other folks will have some ideas on how we dismantle the zombie population, you see. And I've got specific ideas. I can tell you how we can dismantle the zombies of America. That should be the political party we call the progressives. But it goes beyond that because part of the GOP is also a bunch of zombies, they fall. In fact, they would be at the top of the list. They walk around totally, you know, like un, just unconscious, like uh, you can see them up there, you know, uh, I'm a rhino, I'm a rhino, I'm a rhino, little robots running around, you know. The thing about the zombies is just like the movies you used to watch, they never give up. They, they just keep coming at you, man. They never give up. Marxists never give up. Communists, progressives never give up. Why? Because they're fighting evil. They're fighting the fight of evil. They never give up. They'll just keep coming and coming at us. And we're in denial. The rest of America is in denial. We don't think they can take the country down. So we're it, it, that's the sort of chicken match we're having right now with these people. You understand? And uh, the other thing today I'd like to chat with you about is um, that plays right to the narrative we play. And uh, it's another great op-ed that uh, was on the broadcast uh, on the network, you know. The spies who lie and the lying government officials who direct them. That's another one, you know. And the, the, the government officials who direct them. I mean, this is the bureaucratic state. This is the zombie elite, if you will. And these people are driving America right into the ground. And they think somehow... They have a different form of patriotism, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can take your pick your poison there, but it's a whole different brand of what they they think they're doing their work for the country. That this wokeism is a beautiful thing, and and that we all should be trans happy, but tr trans confused, transified. We should be wokeified, uh, you know. And that's it. Just that's the new day order. Or if not, you are. A bigot, you're a racist, you're a phobe, you have a phobe disease of sorts, you're disgusting. You're a patriot who loves the Constitution, you disgusting bastard. Hmm. Wow. That's become the enemy today, America first, MAGA, MAGA, you know, the MAGA Republicans. <laughs> spit out, you got to chew tobacco and spit out on the sidewalk when you say that. Disgusting, isn't it? People who love the country. And love the Constitution. These people are rotten to the core. Who are they? That's what we're dealing with here. Hmm. You almost don't know where you're speechless, aren't you? No, I'm not speechless at all. I'm just getting started, friends. Well, that's where we're going to take it today in both parts. There's some extraordinary folks coming up on the broadcast. I'll tell you more about the op-eds and all of that on the broadcast. 
Listen, our job here at America Out Loud is to get the out loud truth from sea to shining sea. Of course, our seas are not shining so much these days, but there is somewhere in there still a glimmer of, of, of American hope. That shining city on a hill that uh, Reagan, um, the statesman that Reagan was, that he just visualized. He, he got people excited. He got America. We need a statesman like that today who can get people excited about, but who can also speak in a statesman-like voice, if you will, instead of calling people pigs and cowards and little. We need a statesman. Where's the statesman today that can step in and wring their necks and, and take all the zombies over the cliff, you know? Yeah, so... We'll dive into all of this today. I need you to share the content back at America Out Loud. I can't do this myself, friends. We cannot do this ourselves. We have the best and most brilliant writers, the most best and brilliant show hosts, and just terrific. Just couldn't be more pleased to be, you know, in in the sandbox of life with these amazing people. But we need you to have the masses to drive this information out and to share, share, share. It's the key to it. A lot of you go to the content, I bet, and you maybe share one or two things, but double, triple that up. Share five or six. Come back tomorrow, share another five or six, please. Come back the day after that and share another five or six. If everybody shares five or six, now that, that's not too much, is it? Five minutes, 10 minutes of your day if you want to write something witty on there. Share it to wake people up to the truth, please, and tell them somebody is fighting for America's salvation. Somebody is fighting to get the out loud truth across our great nation and around the globe. Hmm. want to remind you and introduce you to AmericaOutloud.shop. It is the newest part of the platform, and I'm thrilled and pleased to tell you about it. Uh, very simple. So we are really pleased with the products that we partner with, They're the curated products that we support for your health and well-being out there that have been totally approved. And, and we put everything through a system here and making sure we've got the right stuff. And all of our doctors and others love the products. And we put them out for the benefit of all of us. And you can find a lot of those products we talked about in America Out Loud right at. So one easy URL to remember now, AmericaOutloud.shop. And these are our curated partners, these sponsored products that we endorse and put out there for your use. And nothing better than healthy cell friends, immune super boost. If you're not taking that, then uh, every day you're missing out. Immune super boost. It's got everything in that product you could uh, virtually you, you would want it to have. And especially when all these viruses and other things, but even the colds, the common colds and the flus and things like that. And, and just feeling good. Having a healthy immune system is vitally, vitally important. You know, that's also key to this thing. But something like Immune Super Boost has vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, echinacea extract, elderberry extract. I mean, it's a micro gel. You can take it right out of the package into the mouth, shoot it down, bing, done, go, go run a marathon or go walk around the boulevard or, or sit on your backside and watch television. I love Lucy reruns, right? Whatever it is, but have a healthy immune system with whatever, you, whatever you're doing, you know. I visualize some guy there on the sofa pedaling the bike or something, you know, taking the immune super boost, watching the I love Lucy comments, you know, say, hey, man, this is good. But, you know, at some point, we got to get up and exercise our bodies as well a little bit, don't we now? It's good to walk and good to breathe and see this beautiful country that we're trying to save. Uh, take some immune super boost when you're out walking with yourself and feel good about it. Take a look at all the other products. If you're struggling with long COVID or vaccine injury, take spike support. 
from the wellness company. It's an amazing product. It's got natokinase in there, which is proven now to be an amazing ingredient and a whole bunch of other things. Dandelion root, there's all kinds of stuff in that product. Uh, uh, you, you want to take it to get the spike protein out of your body. That's how you do it. Take a look at it. Research this stuff yourself. But there's a lot of research in the platform there. Take a look at it as well. Friends, we'll take a quick pause. You join you on the other side. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at libertyatamericaoutloud.com. Liberty at AmericaOutloud.com. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. With you here, Malcolm at Eight, the voice of a nation. Now, let me explain this Malcolm at Eight business. It's a little bit, bit of rebranding for the voice of a nation. And it's to drive the point that we're here every day with you now at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, but uh, again, if you're on the Pacific Coast, that's Malcolm at Five. But <laughs> it is Malcolm at Eight indeed. And that's where you'll hear the voice of a nation, Malcolm at Eight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. This broadcast is. Uh, can be heard all over the world on iHeartRadio, on our free apps, on our world-class media player, on a lot of networks. Uh, the apps are amazing. They're just, they work. They're terrific. Get your free app and listen in and we'll keep you abreast of what's happening here. Uh, there's an encore the following morning at 8 a.m. If you miss it because you had a hot date that night, I I'll give you a pass there. But join us the next morning at 8 and you'll get the latest. And uh, but please mark it in your your calendar, your schedule that at 8 p.m. You want to join us and let people know about it. Please let them know that, again, liberty and justice is alive and well. And it's right here at America Out Loud Talk Radio right here on the voice of a nation. George McClellan joins us. George is a historian, a political analyst, has spent a lifetime in law enforcement, U.S. Naval Investigative Services. He would define the word patriot as many of our people are, and he's been a, a very articulate writer, just a great voice, and um, always thrilled to have George on the broadcast. George, welcome to the Voice of a Nation, sir. Thank you, Malcolm. It's a pleasure to be on. You talked about uh, uh, zombie apocalypse, and I, I brought that up in one of my articles. Do you, you sure remember, did. and there is going around now a little film clip of Bob Hope and Richard Carlson 
and a, and some woman actor. It's black and white, probably made in the forties. And Richard Carlson was asked to describe zombies. And as he goes through the description, Bob Hope pipes in, "Oh, you mean like Democrats?" <laughs> Did I get any part of that right in the monologue up front when I described them, George? Well, yeah, you got it exactly right, I think. And and that's what we're looking at now. The 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 Biden administration is is like a bunch of zombies. Yeah. They they're going through the motions, but they're not running anything. Somebody else is running something. And and then I think I think it was Obama. But look look at the look at the party now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the senator from Pennsylvania, Fetterman. Yeah. He's dead and he doesn't know it. Stein, yeah, she's dead. Yet they push her around and her corpse around in a wheelchair like she's still alive. Yeah. Biden is dead, but he lies about it. And yet we proceed to let these people ruin America. I talked about progressivism sort of as a disease, the fundamental root of the problem here. But it's not so much what I really want to dive with you. You've seen enough of this in your lifetime and over the years now. And I'm, I've been talking years back about the bureaucracy just under the radar. People use the word deep state, they use the word establishment. There's a lot of different words that are thrown around here. But these are people that really think they own the joint. They think they own America. They think America is their bitch and they own it all. And they don't care what the president's agenda is, but they are right there to undermine the agenda and the president, which is what they did when uh, when uh, Trump was in office, and we'd never seen anything like that. I never seen it in my life as much of that. I, there was a leak every every time they had a leak. I had to go pee. I mean, it was all the t- oh my golly, it was all the time. What do you make of the bureaucracy? How t- tell us how bad it is? You you know you've seen a lot in your lifetime, but how bad is it now? And the undermining of that through the Trump years and where we are right now. I'm talking about the bureaucratic level of zombies in America. It's a struggle for power. The the ends want to stay in, whether they're rhino Republicans or Dem, uh, Democrat zombies. They want to retain that power. And that's what they're working to, to do. You know, this goes back a long ways. We are just now learning that the assassination of John F. Kennedy was probably by the CIA. And his brother, shortly thereafter, was also probably hit by the CIA. Wow. Does that mean that they will not resort to that again to keep Trump out of office if he uh, if he succeeds and becomes mm-hmm. the candidate on mm-hmm. the Republican side? Mm-hmm. What we're looking at now is Joe Biden. Joe Biden is incapable of any leadership. We can see that. Nonetheless, he is now the face of America's destruction. Who's running the show? I think it's Barack Obama. Right, right. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people who believe it is uh, Barack Obama. You say a lot there, uh, very, very uh, effective and, and, and true. We have seen it coming for years, George. We have. And nobody's done anything about it. It's been the slow creep. It's been the frog in the pot. Uh, and I think people think somehow, George, you get a feeling as well, like we take, don't you think we take this country for granted? Yes, I do. But that's starting to change now. Even my wife is starting to <laughs> take seriously our peril. She really? sees it coming. She says, in particularly, you know, you can tell the enemy by the clothes they wear. And Democrats wear the clothing of transgender philosophy, woke philosophy, 
anybody who spouts that nonsense is an enemy of America. The America yeah. that you were just talking about, the ones that we believe was right. infallible, the one that brought us through World War II, that is what they is is what we're losing. Well, they represent the zombie right. class, is what it is, yes, George. Yes. This is the zombie class. Come on, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting that you mentioned your wife as well. A lot of people like that, and you know, uh, your wife Edna and my wife Edie would have been about this, thinking the same way. You know, they, as you know, have met, and they would have thought the same thing. Like we're not in that much serious trouble, but she also knows we really are at this point. We're in very, and and even people on the threshold now. You're right; they are waking up to that. You just mentioned something. I want to ask you something. Uh, You know, this whole CIA thing with uh, John F. Kennedy uh, and the Kennedy family, actually, that you mentioned. And, you know, there have been a lot of theories over the years and a lot of comments and thoughts. And I whatever, I listened to some of it. And uh, but then again, you know, sometimes you don't know at what level these conversations are happening because there are people think that 9-11 never happened. People think we never landed the moon. People think that, you know, probably people still think the earth is flat. I'm not really sure, but there's a lot of that stuff out there. I don't really know this CIA thing though. I've read enough stories now that there seems to be a real smoking gun with that sort of thing. And I want to share with you, George, when Trump was in office and full confession to you, I was really concerned for his life before all this collapse started and COVID started, I had a very sinking feeling. I, I really did. Uh, not really relating to the CIA specifically, but I would not have been surprised in the least that somebody from the inside would have tried to take him out of it and, and camouflage it, pinned it on something else like they probably did the previous one that you just pointed out and probably some truth to that. And I was really worried about his life. I would put nothing past these people right now that you just described. The closer he gets back to the Oval Office, I think they're going to have more than a meltdown. I think people are going to lose their total collective minds at every point here. I, I think we're coming to a tipping point in the nation. Yes, yeah, I agree with you. That's exactly what I'm, I've been trying to say uh, without tipping over the pot. But the pot's got to be tipped over. And, and we have no faith that the GOP... We'll do anything about it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so right, buddy. So right. They're, they're, because there's a lot of phonies in there, and a lot of them, George, have joined the zombie population, you see? They're also walking around with their head up their back, and uh, like the zombies do, And they, but they just keep doing it. All right, let's also stay right there, George. Let's bring on Mary Fannin joins us, and uh, Mary, uh, if you don't know, now you probably know both of these folks are just – Amazing and really doesn't even need an introduction here, but she's an investigative journalist. Uh, and that's what I always love about it. Intel, really, is what it is, but focused on national security. Uh, she has a, pro- a blog site called The American Report, been working hard for years to uh, save our nation. She's the executive producer of a marvelous program here on the network, the National Security Hour, that plays just before Malcolm at eight. So that would put it at seven. And that's with military generals and intel experts and really, really marvelous. Uh, and that's just after Tom Wren's show, one of the best attorneys in the nation. So we have a hell of a lineup here happening. Muriel, I want to ask you, um, uh, talked about this uh, zombie apocalypse. From the monologue standpoint, I want you to know, I want to give you the floor a moment. You've heard the setup here. I want you to explain with your um, investigations and what you've done uh, let's talk to listeners in the way that people understand how bad are we talking right now in regards to the zombie state? 
the bureaucratic state is what I'm talking about, just under the radar, who are creating all of the turmoil and the problems. What, what are we looking at here? Well, I think the idea of a, a zombie apocalypse, and thank you, it's nice to be with you, Malcolm. Uh, a zombie apocalypse is right on because we have people who are overrunning our country, destroying it piece by piece. They're eating the brains of the of the people of the United States. The No longer does the rule of law count. No longer do borders, language, and culture. They are dismantling this country before our eyes. This goes back to the lies of the spies who live among us. All that which was exposed in the Durham report. Where was Durham talking about and why wasn't he front and center? John Brennan, Barack Obama, uh, Joe Biden, they were all in on this. They began this coup d'etat, the destruction of this country in July of 2016, along and in concert with Hillary. You know, this woman who handed over our uranium to the adversaries. Hmm. You know, where is the mainstream media, the Smith Munt media? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that Barack Obama put in place, you know, the, the media that gets to propagandize rather than tell you the truth because he changed the laws of the Smith-Munt Act of 1948 and did a modernization. We'll talk about a zombie uh, law. Uh, this the, the media is no longer bringing us the truth, and that gives yeah. the spies who lie and the lying government officials who direct them a free hand to do with whatever they care to do to this country. They are demoralizing the, the American people, they've become a confederacy of dunces. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, we sit here as they destroy our country before our eyes, open borders, cutting off our spigots, handing our petroleum reserve to China as we're looking down the barrel of a two front war with our adversaries. Mm. Yeah, well, that's about as well-spoken as I've heard, Mary Fannin. And uh, when you start to size it all up, you really do get a frightening sense of what's taking place here. It's not just on one or two fronts. It's on every front of our existence in our nation. And people can sit out there and laugh or think we're spewing whatever, or we're alarmist or theory tellers. None of that's true. None of it's true. But things are so bad. You know, you described the zombie, uh, the, the reason the zombie apocalypse points so well, Mary, you, you hit, hit into the play here perfectly today. Uh, they are eating our brains. They are eat the zombies. Uh, they are eating our brains, our kids' brains, our system, the indoctrination, the Wokeville, the trans stuff, all of the stuff, of which is, you know, very unnormal. Uh, and then they call us the racist phobe. Uh, bigots, uh, you know, people that are uh, that are tearing the country apart, and yet it's the patriots who are fighting to save it. So they have flipped the switch. The, well, the script entirely is what they've done, and the switch. Uh, they have flipped it entirely, and and they're getting away with it here. Um, this what what I want to do as we peel this a little bit more. In the next segment, Mary and George, we'll talk more about how to solve some of this and the bureaucrats and, and who really some of these players are. Mary mentions the media. The media is one of the biggest problems we're having today. The fact that they jumped into the bandwagon with the zombies is why we're having a hard time getting any truth out there. They avoid all these stories that need to be exposed. Uh, and yet they continue to save the, the Marxist communist and the 
and the progressivism because they're part of it, as you say. And that's a brand of Marxism that uh, Barack Obama worked on when he was elected to his hope and change theory back in 07 and 08. Uh, back there, you remember all that, friends? I had a very sinking feeling back then, looking at his background, that we were in a lot of trouble. And surely we are. We paid a heavy price for all of this today. Uh, friends, uh, let me, we're going to take a pause here. And as we continue on with George McClellan uh, and Mary Fannin here, uh, you're listening to the voice of a nation. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. We join you back here. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. And when I say a voice of a nation, it really is a nation that cries out. It's a nation that cries out for hope. It's a nation that that shining city on a hill. It's a nation that we we know this experiment that uh, was succeeding uh, swimmingly well and was really doing unbelievable through the Trump years after fighting back to take and reverse some of those policies of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, uh, et al., all of that. And yet we've seen now a complete reversal of policies uh, as they have taken uh, the, ju- the crown jewel back of America's hearts and souls here. Uh, Mary, this piece here, The Spies Who Lie and the Lying Government Officials Who Direct Them, was a piece you wrote uh, just a couple of months back here, and you did a great show on it on the National Security Hour bit here, a couple of them. Uh, let's, you mentioned the media, you mentioned you get the concept, I think everybody can understand the zombies. The concern that I've had is that these people, they're staying there too long. You know, we talk about, I'm not just talking about senators and Congress folks and the judiciary although those are something we need to look at when we talk about term limits and, and cap and all this stuff. But I'm talking about the heads of these agencies. I think there should be a limit. And I said this some time ago, and I think this the only way you're going to fix this right now is you're talking about the heads of the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA, the HHS, the uh, Secretary of State, all of these positions. There should be a cap of how long you can serve. Uh, before you have to move on and outside of that agency. It has to be external to that agency. Now, this is pretty extreme at this point, but I don't see any other way we're going to fix it if we don't get the rot out of there. The gang green has settled in now, and it has turned bright green, and we've got to pull it out of there. And the only way to do that, Mary, is to pull these people out of there. Speak to that point and what it would take to do that. Well, let's go right to the point where where this begins and ends, and that's money. So today we have a, a corrupt president who sold his country to the highest bidder, China, 
China's being protected by Ray at the FBI, Garland, supposed AG, DOJ, FBI. They're all in on this. Then we have Jamie Dimon, the CEO of the largest bank in this country, who just went to China to pledge his support to the CCP and the Chinese people. Okay, people, when they're pledging their support to China, it's time for the American people to walk away. And that means Jamie Dimon, would anyone keep their money in a bank where the guy's pledging his support to China while we're looking down the barrel of a two-front war? Uh, While we've got our borders open with Chinese military coming over that we hear about this daily from Michael Yan and those who are down on the border trying to protect it, although Governor Abbott has done nothing. Uh, so so w- all of our officials have been bought off. Mitch McConnell, his wife, they've been long and in, in working for the CCP. And so if what's, what spurs them on is money, then it's important for the American people to fight back on that level. Go cash. Get out of the banks that are planned for China. Yeah, because the problem is all the banks are corrupt now. The Wells Fargo is, they're all corrupt, Mary. I mean, across the well, board now. What are you going to do, put that, it under your mattress now or what? what how, do you, how do you function? Right? Well, I guess you go into gold and silver, but um, I think that there's things that you can't do. And that's why they're trying to take down. That's what took place when they took down the one bank. And, and who was the big investor where they covered everything? That was China. Mm-hmm. And so they knew, and those were all connected to Hillary Clinton, by the way. Hmm. Every place Hillary's got her dirty hand, there's disaster, but it's far beyond that. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's important for the American people. That, that's why they were trying to take down the regional banks. Yeah, That's important. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. Who, I wonder, who do you think, if you had a choice between Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama, Mary, which one would be your pick of the Antichrist? Huh. Good Lord in heaven. Um, <laughs> what a response. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's going to be up to God and it's uh, the American people because this, yeah. we are at the inflection point. This is where we're going into that long, dark night. Well, the dark ages, the dark ages. We're headed to a new dark ages, Mary. Um, this is what Reagan warned us of. Yeah. And it's going to take, we decide, it's not yeah. just us that's going into this long, dark night of slavery and yeah. pedophilia and every vile thing that one can imagine. It's yeah. the entire world. So it's time for the American people to put their big boy pants on yeah. and pretend like they're the greatest generation and maybe something will come over them. Yeah, that's it, Mary. That's it. You know, you mentioned Jamie Dimon, interesting. Uh, he he does. He now I don't I got to look at his quotes and things he said. And I don't know if you have any, Mary, there handy. But but he did come back. And I remember seeing his uh, comments that he says, you know, United States and China need real engagement. Well, what Nixon gave us real engagement with China back then in the 70s, and we have let China come in into all of our corporate Americas, into our technology, into our military uh, industries, uh, into our universities and education system. And we have uh, we, we have basically built their new paradigm. We've given it to China lock, stock and barrel, Mary, is what's happened. And uh, right Absolutely. But it's not just Nixon. It was Henry Kissinger, Mr. He just turned 100. And he was working with George H.W. Uh, you know, if you don't know who they're all globalists, they're all globalists, they're all globalists and they couldn't yeah. give a hoot. And when you see that yeah. Barack Obama, Bill Clinton and Bush are working with bringing 
uh, flying people in from all over the world. Who's paying for that? Our government doesn't have any money that they do not confiscate from the American people. Well, we just so, sent another 30 million to Ukraine uh, the last couple of days. What are you talking about, Mary? Come on. You mean the laundry uh, facility? Yeah, exactly. Well, Where we they keep round sending the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Jamie Dimon did speak. He came out and he said that he pledges his support to the CCP and the Chinese people. So smoke that, folks. If he's pledging his support to the CCP and the Chinese people, and you're understanding what Chinese social credit scores are, if you don't fight back, you've just become a slave. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, and that's what's happened. Well, people are not fighting back on any level, let alone with the uh, the bank and uh, with China, as you expressed there. But let's bring it over to George McClellan and bring him back into the conversation on uh, uh, this part of the discussion about um, the the bureaucrats themselves, George. Is it unreasonable or reasonable to, in order to fix the gangrene, the political gangrene that's in play? Think, think about this a moment, what the quandary I throw at you, and then I want to throw it at Mary back up. Please, please let's consider okay. this. Well, hold on. Let me, let me throw the quandary at you, this political gangrene. Right now, we have, uh, how are we going to fix this? If we don't pull that out of the air, when you think about the bureaucrats who are running running us into the ground, the, the, the zombie population here, in all of these heads of state, the directors, the VPs, uh, the, the heads of these organizations, we're littered with them in America. We're a one big government bureaucratic state. So how do we, the only thing I can think is there's got to be strict uh, policy put into place that you can only hang so long in a particular position. I think people have been in these positions too long. They think they own it and they think government is their bitch and they think they can do what they want to do. So how do we change that paradigm across the board? Is it term limits? Is it something else? Well, term limits, of course, but it's uh, who we vote for. The changes will only come at the ballot. Board. But we don't vote for those bureaucrats, George. Well, They're picked by the government. But why are we surprised when when all the Democrats can offer us now for political leadership, either and even in the future, mm -hmm. is an infirm old man in the grip of dementia, a giddy vice president incapable of organizing a coherent thought or cognitive sentence, a gay former city mayor who couldn't even fix the potholes in his streets, mm -hmm. These people, uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, who lies to the Congress about having control of the border. But what about poor, what about poor Kamala Harris and her, you like her hyena laugh, don't you? Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, yeah absolutely. I mean, they, these people, the illegals are flowing across our country by invitation. We have an attorney general and an FBI director determined to root out, determined to root out Trump MAGA supporters, especially whites, and classify them as domestic terrorists. You're talking about those constitution lovers, the MAGA Republicans? Yes, that's the group. Yeah, yeah that's and, the group. And, huh? and, and they view Christians as yeah. dangerous thinkers. And <laughs> while at the same time, they want us to embrace the sexual transgender mutants, a mutant. How about the one who was a nuclear storage ex, uh, expert who is now headed for jail? I mean, yeah. We, we, this totally dysfunctional and, and we've got to sell convinced Americans that the dysfunction is what has brought us well, to this point. What black is white is white is black. What's right is wrong. What's wrong is right, George. Uh, the, yeah, the, well, the progressivism, right? They flipped the whole script. 
right? Th those those are cliches, but we've got to do something to make it happen. And and I'm not sanguine at all that the GOP is going to make any changes. No, we have the Freedom Count, the Freedom Caucus, right? And they're making a lot of damn noise, and that's where I look now. I uh, right. Right. That's exactly. Well, there's a spark in America right now. You're right to point that out, George, the Freedom Caucus specifically, but Constitution, conservatives. There's a spark in America that is hearkening back to the framers and the vision of what America is and that are really trying to reverse reverse engineer here some of the damage that has transpired. Uh, we've got to reverse engineer. That's the only way we're going to fix this. But again, now. I bring it back. I hear what we're saying. But in order to do that reverse engineering, you know, I want to tell you, George, you see, you, you point out the Democrats all the time and, and Biden, I get you. But I'm talking about the real problem here, you know, is the bureaucratic class, the zombie class in the you're not. I don't know if you really hear what I'm saying. I'm talking about the people who run this thing. Now, I'm talking about and this is, you know. I'll tell you all that, you know, when it comes to the bureaucratic class and the zombie class, Trump did no better than the current administration did in that capacity. He he surrounded himself with a bunch of damn idiots uh, that that surrendered our country. That's an area he didn't do well in Georgia. And George, what do you say to that when I throw that out there? I know you love uh, Donald Trump very much. I, effective. I, he was a very effective president policy wise. I admire the man. I would vote for him again. That's not my point. But there's got to be some lessons learned here. I reprimand him for the people who he hung with that he put into positions of power that should not have been into positions of power. But how are we going to pull that bureaucratic state out of there, the zombie class? Well, that first that first presidency, Trump didn't know who to have. So the GOP gave him people to recommend for That's these true. offices. That's true. And as soon as he could, he started getting rid of them when he saw the danger they were. But it was too late at that point, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah, but he was a first-time president with no political background. He never ran for anything before. He never ran for anything. Now, a yeah. second term, however, watch what he does. If he gets there, he will He will destroy everything. For example, we I pay, I pay for that. I pay the DOJ, the DOJ and the FBI, okay? Yeah. They should be separated as separate entities right right and never should a an attorney from the department of justice be made the the, the director of the fbi the director of the fbi has to come up from the ranks yeah. you can be a lawyer they hire lawyers and they hire accountants but somebody with experience who has run a police agency yeah. uh, an fbi office in some other part of the country that person should be the director of FBI. You got to separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, and, yeah. and the combination of DOJ FBI together yeah, is no yeah. longer valuable. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And they're all sleeping with each other, aren't they? Well, I suspect, but that's been going on forever. Well, I'm not talking about literally, but uh, figuratively, they are. They're all in cahoots, is what I'm suggesting. Well, we see why. Uh, yeah. People yeah. are afraid for their jobs if they if yeah. they complain, like the whistleblowers. That's right. That's right. But that uh, also proves another thing that you know, the government is incapable of keeping uh, keeping uh, themselves unprotected or or protected. I mean to say, because one person has got to open up the window and the the the, the light flows in, mm -hmm. and that's what's happening now. There will be more. 
because mm -hmm. the, uh, Congress, as little as it is in Republican hands, we lost another congressman, so we're down. I to see four. that. I see that. We're yeah. down to four. Uh, out, out of Utah, still I has believe. The, still yeah. has the upper hand, yeah. and and they can start doing things. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Well, it's going to take a movement for sure, Mary. Uh, th this the state I'm saying, you know, I, I, I let's focus a second on uh, Donald Trump, the administration. Um, one of the things that concerned me with the new breed, whether it's Trump, DeSantis, or uh, whether it's any of the other cats that are in there right now, is having the courage to dismantle that administrative zombie state that we've just talked about and highlighted in the broadcast today. It's one thing to say this, that, and the other, and chit-chat chatter, but unless the political gangrene is addressed specifically, this thing will continue on. In order to do that, you've got to have somebody with great coverage uh, courage to be able to rock this canoe right over big time. What do you say to that point? Well, for starters, we worked with Representative Dan Donovan. He wrote two bills based upon what Hillary had done with Uranium One, selling it to our adversaries, and also Gulf Tainer. Uh, so Trump put through the H.R. 7213 and the NDAA FIRMA. And that was important because every one of these deals where they've sold our land, our farmlands to China, Every one of those are illegal. And if we have people that are actually representing us, all that can be reversed as illegal. You cannot put the Chinese around our military bases. You cannot sell them our farmland beyond which they still own, owe us from 1919 to 1940 something, $1.6 trillion. It's time to begin confiscating. And I'd start with uh, the ham. Yeah. Uh, well, I, why did Donald Trump, the president, uh, put Christopher Ray after seeing his if he should have checked his relationships with Mueller and, and Comey and Bernie Clapper and all of them? His relationships is very well documented. Why would he put him in charge of the FBI, Mary? What well, the only thing one can come up with is, is, as George says, he was getting poor, poor advice. And I also think that there were an awful lot of people that were being blackmailed and leveraged because they were spying on everyone. We now know uh, they've only admitted to the first 278,000. We now know it's, it's far greater than that. So if you're spying on everyone, it's not just for nothing. It's to blackmail people into doing what you want them to do. Right. So if you're spying on members of Congress, the Supreme Court, uh, all businessmen, uh, Article Three judges, it's with purpose. It's with purpose. So they need to feel they need to feel the American people yeah. backing them up to do the right thing. Well, listen, what I'm suggesting is the GOP at this point needs to make it. I'm talking about the core of the group, including the Freedom Caucus, Georgia, you were just talking about. They need to make it a focus and a point to dismantle the establishment. That needs to be a real thing and a real thing in the uh, in their debates. It needs to be when you look at the corruption that Durham just came out with and that Mullah had confessed to earlier and that he just when you see the corruption and, and yet nobody is held accountable anywhere. You can just see that it's all one big apparatus of zombies. It's a mess. It's, it's a mess. Go up one level, Malcolm. So go up to Warburg Pincus and Donald Blinken and Anthony Blinken, his father, yeah. who was a founder of Warburg Pincus. Go to Donald Blinken, who gave the orders to the spies who lie to come out with that false story yeah. Yeah. about the, the laptop. Go to Anthony Blinken, whose father is uh, gave a billion dollars to George Soros's Open Society. And who's now our secretary of state. Never, never mind. Huh? You know, right. What a background. That's 
But, they, so, but he came under the guise of Joe Biden. They, he was put there very purposefully, Mary, clearly, the Secretary of State was. But it is pretty sick what you suggest there. And what you just stated is all very accurate. Anthony Blinken is a, is a, is a he's the head of the zombie class. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he works for Soros with Soros. Yeah. Why is Soros a Nazi collaborator calling any shots in this yeah. country? That's right. That's right. Well, I, I think we've got to really I, I, I want to end it here. This really needs to be, I think, part of the convention, uh, the RNC convention. Uh, the plan of attack is the, the dismantling of the establishment. That's got to be something I use the word establishment rather than deep state specifically, but everybody knows what I'm talking about here. They need to be dismantled. And in order to dismantle that, uh, we need somebody with the courage and the fortitude. And I could use a few other descriptions there, but I won't to remain a gentleman. Uh, but we need somebody that has that. And the only one that comes to mind that has that does any Mary, does anyone else in the race right now? Real fast. And we're almost out of time. Here, but the geo, anyone else in the race, who would be the one, one and two, out of everybody right now that you see could do what I just described and dismantle the, the, the zombie state. The only one that has the wherewithal and appears to enjoy it is Donald Trump, who can get down in the gutter and fight to the death and keep fighting right. regardless of what, you know, yeah. what lawsuit, what impeachment or anything else. <laughs> but- he's got, he's got more lawsuits. This guy's got more stuff coming at him. Like I've never seen George. What do you say? You, you agree with that statement? Is there any, well, all right, let me put it this way beyond Trump. Is there anyone else who would have the the size of of those needed and the fortitude of that to be able to dismantle the establishment, the zombie class? The only one making noise out there, of course, is the Florida governor, DeSantis. I I am suspect about DeSantis. He does for Florida what needed to be done, but he also is a a graduate of the World Economic Forum uh, class, as are many. And... uh, I'm really, I really, I'm afraid once he became president, if he became president, uh, he would be suborned to the new world order. I mean, he is a one world government. Yeah, type. yeah, yeah. That's what, well, yeah, what you say right there is one of my big concerns, actually, uh, that George says right there. And I don't know the answer to that exactly. You know, a lot of this stuff is a smoke and mirrors game, friends, uh, where you don't really know. And what is being fed to you may not be the truth. In most cases, it's not the truth. And the other thing, I think if the world is being taken apart right now, I think then there's safe to say there are some nefarious players at a very high level here. When I always reference the Antichrist, I'm not kidding you. If we're at the point where the world is coming apart and the United States is being completely dismantled, which is what it appears to be, although I'm surely putting up a fight to stop that from happening, then you have to begin to think who who are the nefarious players around? Because these people will be presented as good even though they are evil. You understand? That's what we're up against right now. So what may be shown as one thing may not be the thing we think it is. What, whoever it is, I'm saying, doesn't matter. Whoever it is, I don't know. It's a gamble, isn't it? We have to look underneath the hood. We've got to kick the wheels and test drive this baby to know what we got in order to dismantle the zombie state. That is for certain. Friends, I'll leave it there. We gave you something to think about today. Be sure to share the broadcast. Share all the great content back at AmericaOutloud.com. We're on your side here, and we are fighting the fight every step of the way here. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.